Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champ, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Hey, 4DE Nation, we are back, and we are here for our In the News segment for what's going on in the NFL, college, and high school ranks. How are you doing, Brian? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Excited to be back here on the podcast. Well, great. Well, we are developing this new idea, guys, of giving you a weekly In the News uh, segment. Uh, We appreciate some of you guys sending us submissions and ideas and, and letting us know about what's going on in the league. Helps us stay on top of everything, so... We have a few quick notes that we thought you'd like to hear that are related to special teams. So, uh, Brian, why don't you start us off with a few of the tidbits that are out in the news or things that have happened over the last week. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things in the special teams realm, at least holistically, NFL-wise, highest level out there, Michael Dixon, the rookie punter for the Seattle Seahawks, averaged 59 yards on six punts, four of those being inside the 20. Just unreal. Yeah, that's a that's a phenomenal leg right there. You know, they people were saying he's the real deal, and then first week of your rookie career, you show it. Uh, that's pretty impressive. I mean, just an absolute sh- just bomb of a leg. I mean, fifty nine yard average, six punts. I know Marquette and some of those guys have done that in the past, but just for his first week regular season, just wonderful for him. Um, how about Jmi? Talk about Jason Myers, Chris. Yeah, Jmi. So. One of the benefits we've had with just being in this industry for a while is getting to know guys who are either up and coming or guys who are currently in the league and are trying to make it. So a guy we really like, Jason Myers, um, was let go by Seattle for Janikowski, signed by the Jets. They brought in all sorts of competition. He beat them all out and got his start on Monday Night Football just the other day. Uh, Finished 2-for-2 on field goals, 6-for-6 on PATs. So pretty... Uh, phenomenal start for a first game with the Jets. Yeah, and also um, Daniel Carlson. I know you're a huge ad, you know, huge uh, Vikings fan, Chris, but uh, you had a pretty solid first uh, week. Not bad. Yeah, no, phenomenal bounce back from kind of having a, that rocky preseason start. Being a local coach in the area, everybody asked me my thoughts on what Daniel Carlson was going to do or what the Vikings should do because he had that bad game where he had missed a few field goals and a PAT. Um, but he bounced back. That's what I thought he was going to do. I think Vikings fans and just fans of the game are really going to like Daniel Carlson. Um, if you go back to season one, you uh, you can hear an interview we had with him before he got drafted. Very well-mannered man. Uh, good demeanor, good head on his shoulders. I think he's going to last in the league a while. So he definitely bounced back from having a few uh, kind of bumps in the preseason, which is what you want to see anyways. Another interesting tidbit here is John Ryan was cut by the Bills. I actually didn't see that one coming. Um, I believe they kept a guy that was cut by the the Patriots. And so uh, hopefully John Ryan lands on his feet. I mean, that guy's a longtime veteran. You know, he, he was strong last year. I think he was one of the top five punters in average and everything that he did. So hopefully John Ryan lands on his feet. Yeah. 
Uh, J.K. Scott, another rookie for the Packers, um, ended up twelfth uh, best average out of the out of week one thus far with forty eight yard gross. So not bad. Uh, repping uh, Alabama, Crimson Tide. Yeah, roll tide, right? Um, what, yeah. I, what I found interesting, yeah, is uh, first week punt averages. I mean, J.K. Scott is a name that people know because you follow college football. But with a 48-yard average, which is phenomenal, was just the 12th best gross punt average in the league. So that was crazy. Yeah, a lot of guys uh, doing really well and, and kicking and punting and snapping uh, for the money they're making. I mean, they're doing a great job. Yep. Um, I haven't really heard much about this yet, Chris, but uh, the kickoff rule in the NFL, the only thing that has been changed, to my knowledge, is uh, the kickoff coverage team has to be one yard away from the 35-yard line. So they basically have a one-yard, quote-unquote, head start. So it's almost delaying them a second or two uh, for, for running head start. But there really hasn't been much talk or buzz about it in the media. So I don't know if it's something that they're going to address after the season again. But I'm pretty sure kickoffs are going to be something that people talk about every year. I agree. The good thing is is that kickoffs are not being eliminated yet. And hopefully not ever. So if this cuts down on the number of concussions that happen in the league, I'm all for it. Yeah, you know, and just I think it's going to be something people talk about every year. But they're going to have to get a ton of votes to get it out. I mean, people people are kind of like fifty fifty on this, but uh, it's such a big play in the special teams realm. There's so much tradition with it. Uh, speaking about college, um, you know, the next level below, uh, we have seen quite a few fair catches. So the new rule. This year at the college ranks for kickoffs, basically um, the return team has the option to fair catch a ball uh, inside the 25. So if you hit a kickoff down to the three-yard line, the return team, the returner, can fair catch it and get the ball to 25. So notice more so basically teams doing their return, and then maybe in the second half they decide they want to do a fair catch based off of you know saving guys' legs or bodies or or maybe the, the kickoff coverage team they're playing against is really physical and doing a good job. So that's what I've noticed. Chris, have you noticed anything on that end? I have a little bit. You know, this this weekend was hard for me to follow up on everything, so I listened to the radio quite a bit and listened to some games, and I do recall hearing more comments about, and this kickoff was fair caught, you know, type of thing. So it'll be interesting. Um, I've talked to different special teams coordinators over the last few weeks. And I think this is a developing concept, and I think really it's going to take three or four weeks for college coaches to really figure out what they're going to want to do with this type of strategy. And if any of you guys that are listening are, are college kickers, we would love to get your take. If you're willing to DM us just some 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 thoughts on what you guys are doing, we would just love to, to better understand how teams are approaching this. You know, another interesting take here for college guys, um, Herm Edwards. Long-time NFL coach. Got his first win with ASU with a game-winning field goal. So so that was big time. And they beat Michigan State, which is a ranked team. So that's that's big in the news. Last little bit here is uh, one of our first few interviews, actually, was for, was with Peter Mortel for the Holder of the Year Award, which is actually called the Mortel Award. Uh, they announced the initial watch list for the 2018 Holder of the Year Award. Now, naturally, when you check out the list, it's, it's a lot of... Athletes from the Power 5 programs. However, um, based on performances throughout the season, anybody can be added to the list. So if you are a holder, most likely a punter, maybe a quarterback, receiver, if you uh, think you're having a good season, make sure you tag Mortel Award on social media so that they get 
the chance to kind of see what you do if you have some good footage of, of a great hold. Um, always fun to give the holder some love. So check out Peter Mort or the Mortel Award on Twitter, and you can get an idea of who's on the watch list right now. Yeah, I mean, it's not just Power 5. I mean, there's Old Dominion on here. There's U University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Uh, Army's on here. I mean, so, uh, you know, Middle Tennessee State, you know. So there's a, a lot of teams out there. So if you feel you're the best holder out there, make sure you hit up uh, Peter Mortel. And tell you what, guys, something that I just remembered from our interview with him, he's looking to start a Division Two and Division Three holder award. It's been in discussions. So if you are a holder at the Division Two and Three level, maybe even NAIA, make sure you tag him as well. Show him there's some interest from, from guys at those ranks, and hopefully we can accelerate that award for giving love to people at the Division Two and Three and NAIA levels. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us again. Uh, we just like to do a little five to ten minute industry news update, and we really appreciate you guys listening to the Fourth Down Experience podcast. Yep, thanks again for listening, guys. And as you see different things going on in the industry, DM us. Let us know what's going on. We don't hit everything, so I know we missed a few highlights. Just message us, and we'd be happy to highlight that that play or or situation in our next podcast. So uh, thanks again for listening, guys. Later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Fourth Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fourth Down Experience.